Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride the Podcast. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Another episode of Pride the Podcast. Oh, and now your homeboy Box Wine Poppy's back in the house. Oh, what up? I'm back in the 212. <laughs> the 917 nowadays. It's a right? 646. We don't even know. 347 know. if you get down to it. Right. <laughs> but I'm Adam Andrew Rios. Welcome back, Adam Andrew Rios, Box Wine Poppy. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. I've been here and never have lived. <laughs> I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm D-Money. I'm happy to be back. D-Money. D ain't got no money. I was like, D-B-Boot. D spent all his money on a flight to L.A., which we can't wait to tell you guys about a little bit later. And thank you again to DNR Studios and our friends over at Rehab Entertainment for bringing us back for another fun episode. I missed you guys. We're all back together. Finally. Even our producer, Corey, is back in the building. We're so happy we're all finally fucking back together. I saw Corey in the green room was like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. It's so good to see you, Corey. Uh, I was looking at him. I was like, I wish I looked like Corey. He looks great. We Why all look that? great. <sighs> Thank you, friend. That's you know, really when, nice when you. I was I'm really happy at, to have your positive affirmations back, Ashley. When I was home yeah. at Texas, I don't know if, Darrell, you heard this because you were at home with me as well, but my mom said, you look like you've lost weight. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, stop. I can't confirm that she said that. She did. Um, I don't know. Brayden and I were blacked out. Yeah, Brayden and well, I how went was Texas to Texas. And town. Adam. All y'all went home. We all we went home to Texas. We did. We, I don't know why we haven't. And Ashley's mom, who was here on the podcast with us the past two weeks, mm-hmm. actually spoke to us about coming to San Antonio. Like, we should all go home together, yeah. which I've convinced my family to do. They're like, we're down to come down to San Antonio. Austin, and do it. I had said for my family to do that, too. Yeah. But you know, mom, she's stubborn. But I was, she was just like, "You go and do that, and then you come home and see me." Well, Texas is so like, big. Yeah. It's, it's so big. Like so from big. where Darrell and I live in East Texas, from San Antonio, that's like five plus hours. Yeah. From our hometowns to Adams' hometown on the west side of Lubbock, that's like nine hours to get to. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like that's insane. So like I understand. It's you just take like nine hours from right. New York, you can drive into an entirely different country. You'll be in yeah. a new nation if yeah. you drive nine hours north. <laughs> I think it's tough. I mean, even, even though my mom and I'm like, oh yeah, we're down. I mean, I feel like, you know, I mean, my brother's going to have to be off to drive them because that is still a longer ride and, you know, family that got older in age. But mm-hmm. Texas was really, really fun. I had so, I think this was one of the funnest trips I've ever had. It was the, it, I was actually talking Thank about... Thank God Darrell was there. Yeah, well, I was happy to, to be there. I Listen, I think that it was good. I think we realized that there's a lot going on in the world and that we almost didn't see our families again. This is my first time going home in a year. I was terrified that, you know, I remember on one of our earlier podcasts, we talked about, you know, things maybe not going back to like 2023 or 2024 or something. Mm -hmm. And so in that mindset, you're like, shit, maybe I won't be able to travel and see my family for a while. There was no vaccines. There was no idea that, you know, we'd be here. So me and my mom hugged. It was really emotional. We both cried. Um, And I was like, I'm so happy to see you. And then I went to my granny and hugged her. And I was like, I'm so happy to see you. She said, I'm happy to see you too. She's like, I'm hungry. Let's go to this barbecue buffet. <laughs> so she is 77 and just spicy as she wants to be. Wow. We, celebrated her. Her, we celebrated her birthday. She danced to Cardi B. Yeah. That was concerning. But that she also knew some of the words too. 
I know that's right. <laughs> so so that was that was a good time. Yeah, all around my uncle came, my cousins. It was just we I was drunk every day and it was it was great. I was drunk every day too. And I ate every meal every day. <gasps> oh yeah, my god. Probably, you know they say breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well they mean that. They mean that. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea because normally I just eat like a appetizer and then dinner in New yeah. York. But yeah. every meal is cooked and prepared mm-hmm. to the finest and you eat every goddamn meal. It's actually good yeah. though that we I realized how much we didn't have to prepare our own food. So that felt good to be I don't want to say a child again, but to be taken just care of in that way. Taking, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just like yeah. breakfast is it's ready comforting. every morning. Oh my God. It was amazing. Breakfast my lip- sister had breakfast every morning for that, me prepared. That's their sleep. thing. Oh, French toast today. Lovely gal. <laughs> so Adam, what all did you do? You you're like you're a great uncle now. I'm a great uncle. Which I right think is crazy. Cause you're only like forty six. Yes. <laughs> but I look thirty-two. I, I, I was like forty six. You're already a great uncle. Wow. No, yeah. So I got to go home and see um, my niece Maria graduate from nursing school. So that Yay. looks fabulous. Yeah. She looked she's, beautiful. She can and also save our lives because we're trash. Fully. So so anytime yeah. I told her, I was like, get ready, because I'm going to start sending you sh- just pictures of shit. Like, is this normal? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I guess. And so then we got to celebrate her for that first weekend I was there. So that was great. We went to, you know, we had a party for her. We went to a party for her. Her in-laws are very sweet to her. I'm so happy that she found a man that's, like, good for her. Aww. And she's pregnant, so. I oh. love that. Yeah. And then the next weekend was Vanessa's graduation, and she just graduated from high school. High school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she graduated with honors. She's Aww. going into pre-med. Okay, pre-med. Yeah. So she's, like, doing Got big things. She, well, she's like, I need money. Well, like, for sure. Because yeah. she was like, the nail game is cute, and I can make a, like, a quick buck. But she's it's like, a good side money. hustle. Right. So she's got the nail game and now she's got like her Etsy coming. I'm helping her set that up. I love she that. She makes like jewelry, like, you know, like bracelets and oh, nice. anklets. And we could include that in our pride. Honestly, box. maybe, but I would have to like <laughs> hire her out to do it. Well, we could hire her at cost. That means maybe. like 50% off of retail. Right. Yeah. Maybe. It, yeah. She's like, she's very crafty. Like, can so. We discuss some business. Right. Oh, hey, listeners. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot that you were there. <laughs> no. I, but it was good to see. Yeah. She celebrated. We celebrated her. She, you know, she's going on to do big things. She looked like a supermodel at prom. She looked she did. fabulous, she did. darling. She looked gorgeous. I was going to say, these kids nowadays, I feel like have it more figured out than we do. It's kind of sad and kind of good, right? Because they, 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 they're so thinking girl. of. Kind of. So kind of. And the reason I say kind of and kind of bad, kind of good, because it's like I wish that the arts were more taken care of and that because you can make a living in the arts. And I think mm-hmm. that it's just been where we, we're doing it now. Uh, I'm but not, I just, my the arts do not pay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you I, so no, I, I, I was the just, arts do not pay my bills. No, 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 I, they do because everything oh, do? you learn from oh. the arts you, to you become a person. No, 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 no to to become learned. to become PR and do what you do. Mm-hmm. You learn from the arts and everything that you've done. You act mm-hmm. like so, you give a damn about your clients. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good we, one. I always act like I'm happy to be at work. Right, yeah, we're always putting on a game face. So we use that. I mean, I always think that anything that we learned in theater. And, and arts in general, we have put toward 
like our lives. I just facts. think that that was inherent in who we are as people. Right. We were, just we were artists to oh, I mean, the yeah. art. To but, we degree, to, yeah. but we were to artists. Degree, but not everybody has that. Right. Not everybody has that type of personality and can right. do that. So I think that in terms of like the kids nowadays are like, listen, we realize that we need money and we need 401ks and things like that. And I applaud that part of them. But I also think about, I just don't want artistry to be lost. And I hope that a lot of a kids way. though yeah. in the Gen Z is that the that the term the Gen Girl, Z? Girl, you asking the wrong person. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of kids in the Gen Z world though are still living with their parents until they're like in mid twenties at least. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. if I would have done that, cricket sound effects, <laughs> because there's no way in hell that I would have ever lived at home longer than I had to. Well, I think we were always destined to yeah. break out just because we um, we were talking when Ash's mom was here. Like, we love being on a stage, like, no matter if they're the stage present or not. So, mm-hmm. for I don't us, know if I could be on a stage anymore, though. You're on a stage every day of your life. Yes, well, you yes. Oh, I know. But I mean, say yes. Uh, what? what? That's an old candor. Speaking of song. stage, though, Broadway is coming back. I'm Hello. Really excited about I'm yeah. super excited about that. Like, right before we had gotten, like, the bug again when we were going, Brandon yeah. and I saw Frozen lit AF. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I remember Darrell and I went and saw Harry Potter. Like, I know. Yeah. We were Brayden seeing a took, lot of Brayden shows. went and we saw, we saw Mean Girls. Mean we Girls. were doing a show uh-huh. like Me and Adam saw Moulin Rouge. I we were all doing Beetle a show Juice like once it was great. a couple of weeks. We were, yeah. we were all bouncing We were around. getting yeah. back into it. Um, and then the pandemic. I know like a, a friend... No! <laughs> I know for, um, I feel like the first time I saw anybody in our friend group circle starting to see shows again is a friend of a pod Tyler Wallach he had like went to like started seeing shows again and then it was just like what Tyler I remember texting the group I said what Tyler watching the show for and I was like wait a minute we should go see shows and so we were kind of getting back into it and I'm excited for Broadway I'm to be excited back too. Um, Michael Jackson the sh- that new show that's coming yeah, yeah the so coming y'all know out. Chase he is casting for Britney Spears the musical <gasps> It's coming to Broadway. Say what? It's coming Can to Broadway. Did you say that? I did. did. I did. Right. I don't know. I, I guess you heard it here first. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we just Nobody sue us, please. Britney we ain't got no money. Britney we Spears. Britney Spears is. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so Britney Spears, the musical, is coming to Broadway. And it's not. Britney Spears is not a character. But um, one of the guys who takes advantage of a situation. <laughs> Wow, Brain is giving us all the tea. His song it. is called Womanizer because he's a okay, fucking. Okay, so that guy. was going to be my question: was if it's are all they based. Doing, it's oh, so not, it's like a it's, jukebox it's a musical. Show. So it's right. about it's the Disney princesses, and they are all growing up according to Britney Spears' songs. Oh. So Prince Charming's main song is Womanizer, Womanizer, <sighs> because he's still Prince Charming in every Disney princess movie. You wow. know what I'm saying? So don't know if I'm supposed to say all this stuff, but it is. Um, I, that is juicy. That's, that's actually really good. It is. It is coming to Broadway, and they are rehearsing it right now. Right, we're going to get a season. And, and Britney, Britney Spears just joined the rehearsal last week. She walked into the rehearsal rehearsal room, and the actors did not know that she was oh, going to be there, flipped. and they freaked out. Well, I'm excited shit. because you heard that um, they actually she actually got control. Like um, her father, nor her sister Jamie Lynn, can actually say anything else. And the next day. Is I think uh, it's like next year for decide if she gets everything back. But as of right now, 
Jamie and um, her father don't have control of her. Well, anymore. I hope she like fucking, comes back to that's fucking fabulous. The real world and is able to control her own destiny. God bless Britney well, Spears. Well, no, she, that's already far gone. Like she's way too just like fucked up. Yeah, she's too pilled up. Yeah, same, same, yeah. same, same. It's very interesting. You're Heather, pouring that glass of wine like it's a teriyaki pop. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes, a little Britney. I'll say. Um, Heather Morris, actually, who uh, played Britney S. Pierce on Glee, actually posted a picture with Britney Spears the other day and was just like, listen, you know, we're so happy to Britney. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she actually gave the tea about Leah Michelle. I read mm-hmm. about that, you too. Did. So they're still kind of all coming she's for Leah. Be- and they were just like, listen, the thing is, we're, they're not even coming for her. They're just like, we don't fuck with her. And because people were asking, why was she not at the um, memorial that they did for Unglad, I believe it was, for Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. And and they were like, we don't fuck with her. She's not in a group chat. We took her out. Like, we don't Damn. we don't talk to her. I and mean, she's, she's a bitch. she That's said really the, unfortunate. But her, there are two people her. from the cast who are <laughs> three people I think that still talk to her. Obviously, Jonathan Groff, because he's her child's godfather. Um, Darren Chris, because they were extremely close, and Chris Colfer, I believe, still speak to her in some capacity. They all had a threesome. That's why they all hang out. <gasps> They're all gay. Yeah, that's it. Um, They're all gay. But you <laughs> Wait, know, they are. They are. Darren Chris isn't gay. Oh, He's not gay. I forgot. Oh, honey. <laughs> I'm just reporting the news. Thank you so much. Now turn on Time the news. news. <laughs> Speaking of news, <laughs> what has been happening in the world since we have last Child. had a pod? A lot. A lot has happened. So much shit. So what the fuck happened today or the other day with the um, insurrection investigation being denied? The GOP didn't come up with yeah, enough the, the senators. Senate, yeah. The Senate uh, had a filibuster Yep. and prevented a vote. Prevented a vote. But also there weren't, not to blame just the GOP, but also Democratic senators decided not to show up as well because they wanted... Oh, they did? Yeah, because they... Oh. Wanted to take advantage of the long holiday Memorial weekend and decided to ship out early. Uh, so I would probably been one of those. Okay, wow. No, well, you probably actually, you also well, voted for Trump. Well, here's and the, then go ahead. Senator Chuck Schumer came on and said, <laughs> "When exactly <laughs> when um, CNN's Jake Tapper asked him, where were your Democratic votes?" And I'm just calling out my own party. Where mm-hmm. are the receipts? Senator Chuck Schumer said, we already knew the vote count going into it, so if our um, party members <laughs> didn't want to show up, they didn't have to show up because we already knew how the vote was going to end up, which is how votes usually go down. Each party usually knows what the vote count is going to be. You're right. Mm-hmm. But it's still fucking... We have to lead by example, it's though. Still, because it's still fucking ca- shady. We like, can't do that. I mean, listen, we know the GOP is going to take every opportunity that they can to turn things around on us and we do the whole blame game back and forth and so if Democrats are going to step up I do agree I think that I think that two things one they should have showed up but also I'm tired of them scheduling votes right before something big where it almost makes it impossible for people to show up mm-hmm. like it and I it's mean it's always in the middle of the night it, it, yeah it's always some like it wasn't in the shit. middle of the night it wasn't in it the middle was of the night today, today it was started at 8am right but it mm-hmm. still is like you gonna do it on the holiday weekend most people had Friday completely off and started yeah. like moving around on Thursday so for but me, also if it means that much to you what is a holiday 
What if is, you're if you're going to take off Memorial Day, which is a USA holiday, what's more USA than voting for right? I hear that, but I think that people are also set up to fail because we have to remember this is America, and clearly we aren't uh, we aren't perfect, and we know that Americans take holidays very seriously. Um, we take it more seriously than people in the UK with bank holidays. Um, you know, we take you know it more who s- takes seriously it in Canada. Most seriously, who? Jewish people. Yeah, like they they sure. shut things down, and so and you know we need to talk about that as well. There's a lot There's going a lot on of with hate that. That's going on. I a mean, lot it's anti semitism. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Um, it's bad. It's interesting because I don't really know much about it to comment on it like fully but I just know that there seems to be a lot of hate throwing around a lot of people have been it seems like right now what people are posting online in defense of hate isn't enough because I know there was um, something going around about don't do this don't do this and then someone was like oh but no Jews or like you didn't speak out for like well that's because what's going on between Israel and Gaza right right and what's happening is Israel is bombing Gaza because to them, they're saying like this uh, organization Hamas. Well, this fight Hamas has been going is, is like on. a terrorist group, mm. and they're being attacked. So Israel's like, "Well, we're going to attack back." Mm-hmm. And I mean, basically, Palestine has no Palestine. Palestine, my mistake, has no like. I mean, they have like a you know they can protect themselves, but it's not in any comparison. And America mm-hmm. is funding. This, Israel, this Israel, as they should, like, because Israel is an ally. They're giving it's like always going to be an ally. I don't know if you've read the Bible, but this all stems from <laughs> this all stems from Cain and Abel, and so Palestine, also, like obviously Israel is the Holy Land, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Palestine, which is pro- prominently, <clears throat> prominently, like, prominently, thank you for that, mm-hmm. Webster, that it's prominently Muslim. Right. Israel is prominently prominently Christian. So back in Cain and Abel, they were brothers, whatever, they all split. So Palestine has never had like a land of their own and really identified as being free with their religion. And then Israel, of course, has been. And so it's just like a constant fight. It's been this way for hundreds of years. I guess. And nobody is like coming to... Uh, a point of of resolution. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, just give Palestine what they want. Give the Muslims like their own land. They are yeah. equal people. They are allowed mm-hmm. to believe in who they want to believe in and 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 do their religion and pray to whoever they want. And what I don't understand, but is Israel why, won't do that. Is why Israel <clears throat> is basically colonizing all of Palestine. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, because of the religion power. And they are. You see the videos that are coming out of like these, just like these people coming in and are like, "This is mine now. Get the fuck out!" And they're at gunpoint and they're getting thrown out of their houses. Just well, that's without yeah. anything. It's, it's the same. It's the same story it as is, the Handmaid's Tale. It's the it's same the story same, as the Native Americans, exactly, and yeah. the colonizers. Exactly. I mean, we're ultimately. we're we're starting and to see that pop so up. It's so sad to see and then you know think back like this is. What happened? But it's not just. Ago. This isn't new. This no, has been happening. This, happen- been going this happens since every decade. The Mayflower. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. there, there's just a, this is inciting a lot. But listen, when we come back, we're gonna talk to you guys more about what's going on in the world with our favorite thing, hot topics. Refill your drinks, and we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, Pride fam. 
We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at at pridethepodcast. Can't wait to hear from you all, and remember to celebrate Pride 365. Rain on me, rain, 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 Thank you, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande for giving us rain on me. I know, because now it's going to be the, the summer bop of 2021 again. My because God, we're it, actually going to be able to dance to it in the I club. Can't I can't like wait. This pussy bitch. I can't I was wait. dancing in my living room to this last year like so many times. I can't mm-hmm. wait to be out with my Excelsior Pass. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it yes. Yes. My Excelsior Pass. I'm going to show those doorman that I'm getting into the club because I am what? Waxing back. Well, I'm very, I've been so excited. I saw the photos from boxers. Um, as Which well. one? Come on, please come give on, it to on, us. Uh, please give it to us, health commissioner. It will help us get back to what we've missed and the people we love. So ask the questions and learn how we can all get back to life. Get the facts. Get the vax at nyc.gov slash COVID vaccine. And, and that's how you do it. On me. Um, so actually, <laughs> we love that PSA. Just, just uh, so I saw the first photos from Boxers, uh, Gym Bar, and also our favorite rock bar um, that they're allowing people inside. Um, you know, if you've been vaccinated or if you've been tested in the past three days, you can come in. You don't have to wear a mask and it's back to dancing. I actually went to a bar last night with Lindsay, friend of the pod, and a couple Lindsay of. Tulip. Yes, Lindsay. Petunia. 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 Uh, we went to um, a bar to hear her sing and everything. And it was crazy. We walked in and, like, nobody had masks. And they were checking. Yeah. It was great. And then there was a pool tables and, like, it was couches. People were just chilling. And So how do y'all, how are y'all going to feel about with Hot Girl Summer starting up and mm-hmm. the bars are going to be back to normal-ish and, like, the city's going to be back to normal? Like, the whole mask thing. Like, are you still going to wear a mask even though we're all vaxxed? Like, oh. what? What's, I'm, I'm going to take the... it case by case. Yeah, I'm always going to have a mask with, with me. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. On my wrists, mm-hmm. uh, show people I'm not a Republican. Right. <laughs> right. But, like I said, like, I'm when gonna I was make in a t-shirt. Texas, <laughs> like, listen, there was several moments where I was like, I'm not going to wear a mask. No one else is. And I was just with my family. But just because no one else is, does that make it safe? Well, I have to say, no, you have to be very careful because but, I did I did experience yeah. recently from a friend of mine who went on vacation um, and they had got their shots and everything and they had COVID, which just a reminder. Wait, hold on. So they were vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. Yeah. And then they still got COVID. They fully vaccinated for like a month and a half. And, and they, they still right. got COVID. Got well, COVID it's not 100. Neither of the vaccines are 100%. And they were sick, actually, like really sick. So... I think for me, what it comes down to is it is going to be case by case basis. I still, when I went in Walmart, I had my mask on. When I went to the bar in Texas, I walked in with my mask on. I went to the table, sat down, took my mask off. When I went to the bathroom, I put it back on. Yeah, I did yeah, things. I, did I think I'll be doing all. Of that I, I did right things now. like according to like what. But then I also taking under, a cab too. Taking a cab, but I also understand if, I just, you know going out to the bar and having that. A lot of people go out to the bar to meet people. And to have that interaction, like, whether it be friendly, sexual, whatever. So 
it's going to depend. Will I wear a mask inside of Rock Bar? I don't know because I think that the way that they're doing it, you either have to be vaxxed or you have to have a test within three days. Maybe I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. But it's it's really going to depend. I mean, and also there's a lot of bars that are still going to be outside this summer and like mm-hmm. we're going to be rocking. And like, listen, we're not even going to be here in June. Ashley and I are going away. Yeah, Ashley and Darrell are going to be gone. Possibly, Brayden. Might. Well, well, well. Speaking well. of summer plans. Maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even want to get into this. But I have a... I have plans of going to Cabo with the family vacation. Potentially, it could be canceled. Mm-hmm. If it is canceled, I could come to LA with you guys. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It'd be good. I mean, we're I don't gonna... know if it would be good, but I, <laughs> I hear what it's you're saying. It's definitely going to be crazy. I mean, we're already... No, I'm just saying, like, if my family vacation gets canceled, it's not going to be great. Right. But uh-huh. I understand what you're saying. But LA is going to be a good time. I'm mm-hmm. super excited. We're going to be seeing Teresa, our executive producer of Pride the Series. Uh, and y'all are going to be on General Hospital. Yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Um, we're excited to see them and, and hang out with, um, you know, some of the cast from the show. We're going to get to see Kirsten and Edie. Yeah. When and I was, when Darrell and I were at home at Texas last week and I met one of Darrell's cousins and Darrell was, it was so cute. Darrell was updating her on his like life's oh my accomplishments God. and whatever. And he's like, Yeah, I'm on General Hospital a couple of times. She's, You're on General Hospital? <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. It was so she cute. She was just like, You got to give me some acting tips. And I was like, But bitch, you are doing it. Like, you are literally huge. Like, she's done work with Angela Bassett and stuff. Like, she, she's she been working. So, <laughs> I, I, I just think it's, you know, those affirmations. She's and, like, and I'm so proud. I got to tell the whole family that we got to watch General Hospital. <laughs> and then my concern was, y'all ain't been watching. No. <laughs> no, but it's, I mean, that's so, that, the side of the family that my, bra- that my Brayden, that Brayden is talking about <laughs> that he met, that is my mom's side of the family, um, like her father's side of the family. Uh, they're super rich. Um, and they're really cool. They're they're good. And um, she definitely wants to come to New York and everything. And I'm like, girl, come on up here. Let's get something going together. So right. I think that's going to be good. But I'm excited about L.A. I'm excited to be in a pool. I'm excited for the warm yes. weather. I'm excited to go celebrate my birthday in Vegas. I have literally only wanted one thing all my life. And for me and my friends to go to Vegas, not necessarily celebrate my birthday, but just go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we're finally doing it. So, so yes. I was watching the t- Today show with Hoda and Jenna and Las Vegas is the number one travel destination. It is for vaccinated citizens. People are trying to black out. People, people are trying to go are, party in mm-hmm. Vegas, and it's very evident. Which is by why the plane. I'm nervous for y'all, and I'm a little hesitant in joining the trip because I you can join. I can black out in New York. <laughs> That's true. Right. I do um, on a daily you basis. You can also do it in Vegas. But I, I'm, I, I will say it's very evident, Braden, of what you were just saying based off of the fucking plane prices. Um, it's insane because all, yeah. the, like, all yeah. the I held a flight today. Mm. All was, the airlines know they're like, oh, everybody's ready to travel yeah, and get so like, like hot like, girl let's summer. Hike these prices of course, up. They I feel are. like they had a meeting together. Fucking airlines. I got <laughs> upgraded on our flight. I got upgraded to a goddamn middle seat. <laughs> upgraded. I got upgraded. That was an upgrade? To a middle seat. <laughs> Tell me how the hell that going to happen. The, our flight going though was great. I got upgraded to Comfort Plus. Brain got upgraded, updated to first class. So like, 
going there was great. Coming back, they were like, you're going to sit your ass back there in the basic <laughs> economy, and you ain't going to speak. And I said, <laughs> don't ask us for no extra water. You ain't getting no cheese box. You I, ain't getting no get water shit. glass. I went, I went right to sleep. You ain't getting headphones. I, I, right. I, I, I didn't, didn't get nothing. You don't have to pay for that. I, I, to the I, I, real ass bitch. Give a fuck about it. What you say? Don't run from me, Real ass nigga, give a fuck about but it is, this some five star dick She a big old freak, it's a must that I hit It's a hot girl summer, so you know she got a list <laughs> So, Fernanda, what are you listening to? <laughs> All right, we're going to get summer. <laughs> By Megan the Stallion featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Nicki Minaj So, I reached out to Megan the Stallion <laughs> Our team reached out to Megan the Stallion the other day To work with her to be like a celebrity spokesperson or whatever. she said get fucked No, she said, do you know how much you can pay for me? How much? Six figures. Now, yeah. S- six figures. Two that's, years ago? That's, that's, no. that's more than Jennifer Aniston. That's more than Jennifer Lopez. I mean, that's, she's, she's like, a Grammy shit. Award winner now. Well, she's like, if you want to work with me right now, you can pay me six so figures. Here's what I w- people are doing it. Yeah. So here's what yeah. I will say about that, which is really interesting because it's going to take us to our next topic. So it's been very public that black women especially has been underpaid in the industry for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So she's asking for something that easily, if it would have been like a white woman, like she could have asked for that, you know? So I think it's very interesting because a lot of people pull back. They're like, wait, why are they asking for so much? But it's just like, I want to ask for the highest. So when y'all go into negotiations with me, I can still feel like I'm getting something out of this. Right. So I, because I feel like, I I feel like she knows like, like, she would probably pay for it. Like probably like, 100k for yeah. no <laughs> he said no y'all are funny 100k i don't know but when when we heard that just from a brand perspective Ooh. when That's we heard box. six figures we we're like we can't afford that so goodbye mm-hmm. like if she would have come in at like if she adam says 100k she mm-hmm. would have paid for 100k if she came in at like 700k mm-hmm. we would have come in at like 500k and she would have landed that mm-hmm I think that so also. she wants more than 700K. She wants six figures. She wants over a million. A million dollars. Is what she asked for. And like no brands have that money. That is true. Well. No brands have that money I for, think from, that, from an editorial perspective. I do think there maybe have been, because clearly she got that figure from somewhere. And maybe. Her, that, well, of course. Her and, agent. And, her, and maybe there are brands that. Like, maybe she went to specific type of brands, like maybe Ciroc or something like that. I'm just thinking, like, just, you know, people like that, maybe they have paid for that. But I think it's an interesting conversation to have about, like, the pay gap. And I remember when, you remember when the cast of Friends, their 10th season, they each got a, they said, all right, we'll do it. A million it. per episode. We want a million per episode. And then Will and yeah. Grace, I know, famously came back and said the same thing. Um, the Connors cast also, I believe, because they got renewed again, have said the same thing. They're like... You can do it. We'll do this, but this is what you have to give. So I think that it becomes a point for people, especially in the entertainment business, where they're like, I, w- I can't wait till we get to that point, if it ever happens. But I, I think that people in entertainment I mean, I'm only getting paid a million dollars per episode doing this show. Yeah. Well, who paying you? Darrell Anthony, the owner of Pride the Series LLC. <laughs> That's on the Bobby Anthony. I don't know who Darrell is. So, Who's Bobby? Uh, uh, Bobby, yeah, I've been <gasps> tricked this whole time. Wow. Oh. Um, and we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Um, yeah, you listen. I think that all that's great. Sorry, I just let everyone know my name. Most people know if you know me, you know it's Bobby, baby, Bobby, Bobby, uh, baby, booby, booby, <laughs> first name Bobby. 
last name. Last name Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> um, I have to be, you know, I have to be more happy about that. Listen, my mom, that's what they named me. It's Bobby. But uh, no one ever called me that. It's Terrell. Well, it's also your father's name, no? It's also my father's name, who at this You've point. You've never met. I do know my father. I'm just kidding. I'm I just actually, projecting. I'm projecting my own life story I, I onto you. So. I apologize. This is not lifetime. No, I. My father is great. I will say that was one of my regrets. I didn't get to see him when I went to Texas. But Brayden and I, I think, fixed that because we did say the next time we go to Texas, we want to spend a night in Dallas. And we were like, let's stay oh, in Dallas. Yeah. And I'm not like, sure what that had to do with well, my father. My father like, lives. My there. father lives in Dallas. Oh, great, so, great. Maybe lead with that. He, sure, but that was what we were discussing. But we were also drinking and on our way, so you probably don't remember. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know what? My favorite part of going home is is the ride to home with Bobby Anthony. <laughs> Because we like stopping at our champagne, we get our water burger, we are wild, we are, we are listening to <laughs> in the Heights soundtrack, like Rant. literally blowing our guts out, listening to the Little Mermaid. It was we're great. both the eels. We were both nice. the eels. It was great. And Cruella is <gasps> coming out or Can't, came out, came and out. we're gonna go see it. Yeah, after it came out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see Cruella. No, I can't wait to see it either. I'm excited. It might be terrible, but I'll enjoy it. I'm nervous about Emma Stone. I'm not. Listen, I think that people need to get. I think that people need to give her her props. She's an Oscar winner. And and also, you know, people do that to her. I think she's an Oscar nominee. She's. I think she's. What she won? What she win for? For a La La Land. Actually. Oh. She did. Oh, bitch! I think wow. you're right. I, yeah. thought, I just forgot. I'm sorry, I nobody watched help. La La Land. That's so. not true. Everybody watched La La Land. They watched I it so much. They it almost and I turned it off. She they... got she got an Academy Award and a Golden Globe Award. And Thank you. She, wow. And Ashley Mitchell in the house. And a lot more. I'm serious. I think she won the SAG as too. So yeah. she won all the way through. Um, she sagging. Yep. Sure. Um, I think people need to put a little more, more respect on Emma Stone's name um, and Hathaway's name. Clearly, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger. People didn't think he could play the Joker. These people aren't like Anne Hathaway <laughs> to me. Obviously, she wasn't Angelica Houston, but she did great in the Witches movie. Like, well, she didn't win for that. I know that, but I'm <laughs> telling you though that these people aren't terrible. Like, people like to associate. Somebody posted on Twitter, and I think I said it to Adam a while back. Someone posted on Twitter, and they said. We don't even remember the reason that we hate Anne Hathaway. We just hate there her. There is no reason. And there is no because reason. Because she's Anne having her way. So Maybe. is most people in the world. You're brave yeah. to have it your way. But Jen, I'm not Same with Jennifer Oscar Lawrence, winner. too. Everybody just kind of stopped liking her. Yeah. I don't like her anymore. Yeah. When I'm on set, yeah, I'm pleasant, same. damn it. I'm pleasant. You. I saw Drum eating and at the Piggly Wiggly, and I smiled at the son of a bitch for I could help myself. <laughs> You 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 can you can be pleasant. What? <laughs> Brayden Quoten still saying? might know you. That's, which, thank you, rest Darrell. in peace. Olympia. We lost Olympia. Olympia we Dukakis. lost Olympia Dukakis. We didn't, and it's just that really hurt my soul. We've we've lost a lot of people, you know, this past year, you know, and I feel like the losses felt greater because we've been mm-hmm. in a global pandemic. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, they passed away, but it's like, damn, like from Kobe to Naya to Chichi Devane Chad to Bozeman. Chadwick Boseman, Shirley Knight, Shirley Knight, Olympia, Olympia Dukakis, like we Paul like, just pa- passed. Like, yeah, pa- like there's like, so when many. When is it gonna stop? Oh, I know. Ask a black man. I know. Yeah, it's 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 very tragic. Um, yeah, there's just so much going on in the world, but I'm glad that conversations are still going on, like what we have here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have checked out the new season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, I started it. Of course it. we of course. have. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I'm just going to go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room and not the one that was on the front of Sudden's dress. Well, but maybe we should take a quick break. We should. And come back. Have you been wondering how Pride the Series created Pride the Podcast? Well, the tea is out. We use Anchor, the podcasting app that believes everyone should be able to have their voice heard. With tools that are really easy to use like distribution and monetization elements, Anchor puts creators first. For more information, check out anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm. Well, before we were going to break, you were saying... Yeah, so obviously I asked... You called me an elephant, right? (laughs) Not in the room. No, I was talking about the conversations that happened on Beverly Hills Housewives. So the one thing that I'm excited about that's been happening Mm -hmm. since... COVID and, and, you know, we're, we just passed the one year anniversary of George Floyd's death, um, his murder, actually, just to be clear. Murder. Um, we are now having conversations that I feel like we should have had for a very long time, and we're seeing that be reflected on reality TV. We've seen that happen in Dallas between Cameron and Dr. Tiffany Moon. We've seen that happen, well, happening with Ebony um, and Ramona from New York Housewives. We've seen some conversations happen about, you know, is there, you know, social justice real happening in Atlanta? Um, and then Beverly Hills now is having a conversation. Um, it started with Kyle and uh, Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Kyle asked Garcelle, well, Garcelle asked Kyle, excuse me, mm-hmm. do she, would she have asked a, one of the white women the same question that she asked her? And How of course... You- Go ahead. No, I was, and, and of course, Kyle was like, yeah, of course I would have, because Kyle was not thinking about the race part. But I feel like what Kyle and Garcelle, the conversation they had was so important, and they're getting along so good now, because Kyle listened and was like, oh, I didn't right. think about the race, and it's because, mm-hmm. simply, Kyle has never had to think about race. Because she's privileged. Yeah. She's right. never had to think she about it. She never had so to. So yeah. when she heard it, she was like, well, of course, I call everybody out. Of course, I would have called the other women out about it. But Garcelle was like, but the importance of calling me out was was very different. And so they had a good conversation, and I liked it, like I said, that they listened. However, the conversation that was had at the end of the episode, I wish that Sudden would have listened because Kyle was explaining to them her conversation with Garcelle and how it was good, and she said, of course, I didn't mean it like that. And Sudden came in and said, yeah, of course you didn't mean it like that. And then Crystal was like, well, yes, but as a person of color, let me explain to you why Garcelle felt, felt that way. And Sudden immediately felt like because Crystal was explaining to her that she was being attacked. Um, it had nothing to do with her. It had nothing to do with her. And since then, they just want to let everyone know, they have one on social media, Sudden made an apology, uh, Crystal accepted it and said, I'm glad we're able to move past this sudden. I'm glad that I, I hope you stick to your promise of like o- opening conversations. But it's very interesting because I do feel like I've had several white friends who I have tried to have conversations with about race, especially being from East Texas where we're from, mm-hmm. and they get so upset and mm-hmm. they look like they're about to cry and they get so angry because they're just like, well, I'm not racist. Why are we having this conversation? Ooh, and so you angry. have to understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did show that clip again, which I was proud of. Mm-hmm. And I understand that they're not racist. I get what they're saying. But my thing is, it's like, you need to let me express this because there's a lot of microaggressions that happen. Like, for instance, people say all the time, well, black people don't tip and black people don't do this. And that's a lot of times based on the fact because, number one, money, but also, number two, the way that black people expect service to be because we've always been in service business. So it's it's very interesting how those conversations happen. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you guys is, how do you guys feel about the Sudden and Crystal conversation, and do you think it'll be productive and people will hear that? 
I just want to comment on something real quick. Yeah. You mentioned microaggressions. My sister asked me what that meant the other day when mm-hmm. I was home in Texas. And so I explained to her, it's, you know, when someone says to you, for example, Sarah, because we're brown and we're Mexican, oh, you speak such good English. Or, well, where are you from originally? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's little things like that that are just like, well, you don't need to know any of this information or you don't need to comment on these, on the way I speak. Mm-hmm. Because... You just don't need to. Like, no one needs to do that. Anyway, or like what you said, what the neighbor said to your brother. Right. About him being, like, an ex, like, uh, immigration, immigration officer. officer. And it's like, We okay. invited you to fucking dinner. Not right. to say, like, I'm an immigration officer in case y'all. Unless you bring your little, basically, illegal family over. Exactly. And it was just like, and so my sister-in-law, who is from Mexico, was just like, why the fuck did he need to feel the need to say that? Like, yeah, that's, really. That's, that's yeah. inappropriate. So they're leaving. They're moving out of the neighborhood, partially because they want an upgrade and partially because the neighborhood is just wackish. Because shit. what? They can afford an upgrade. So I because hope they, they know. Because they are. Right. they are a rich brown family. But right. she's a citizen now. Yeah, now she is. Right. Like, yeah. what the but, but it's interesting he, because people do think jokes about They made the no, assumption that, made, oh, you're Mexican, so you might. You're probably <laughs> so fucked up. He made yeah. the joke and assumption because my brother, who is brown, like walked over and said, we're having a barbecue there's going to be plenty of food. There are going to be lots of cars. So, you know, we hope we don't infringe. But, like, please come by, you and the missus. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, just so you know, I'm an ex-immigration officer. And David was like, okay, bye. Okay, so you're an ex-immigration off. officer, which means you can't do anything anyway. Sure. But you just wanted to, but he wanted you just wanted to, to like, flout the fact that you I don't know. were you're once Mexican an immigration and I feel officer. like you're going to have illegal people coming over. Exactly. Well, well, people so, think jokes well, like that David are funny. David said he w- he walked off and was just like whatever, bye, and then left. But then Mona was like, "Why the fuck did he feel the need to tell you that?" So she got real mad. I would have too. Like, That's bullshit. Like he had no reason to tell you that. Only because he I would have gone over there brown. that night. Yeah, that was the That's only exactly reason. what he meant. And I was like, "Yeah, bro." And so. He and I had a whole conversation one night. We got high as shit, and we're just like, white people just have the the audacity. They feel like they have the um, authority. authority. Well, they feel like they, they are like old explanations. explanations. Like, we have to explain ourselves right. to yeah. them. And that's what it is. Always is like, what are you doing in this neighborhood? What are you doing in this car? What are you doing? Well, for the history of time, uh, white people have held the superiority. So, which yeah. is... Disgusting. I mean, which, which is crazy no because it's like everything that uh, that white people have, they've stolen. So they actually aren't. They, white, the term white supremacy is so funny because they aren't the supreme of anything. Um, I took that from uncle. And I, I think it's really interesting because I think that people think things are jokes. When I was growing up, people like white people would make jokes about slavery and stuff. And, you know, we, when we went home, people were saying things. You got heated, which I definitely appreciate, you know, you being an alien. We got to bring it up. We got to bring it up. But it was it, those things, though, people think it's funny. Like, they, they don't, when they say it, they really they don't, don't just, say it. They don't understand a, the hurt. They don't understand yeah. the hurt behind it. So my point in bringing it up is, like, they're not saying it to just be like, I'm picking on you. But, like, they, they're literally saying it as a joke because in their mind, they're like, well, what you I ha- weren't a slave, so exactly. I had a white friend back home tell me because I talked to them about. It. They were like, "Well, you wasn't a slave, so like, how how does it affect you?" And I'm like, 
well, that's not, and, and that's their mindset behind it. Because I don't think they ever, a lot of, listen, you know the difference, as quoting Ruby Goldberg, you know the difference between when someone's being racist, when someone's being ignorant, and when someone's just playing and trying to have a good time. Now, you need to let people know what you will play with and won't play with. Because, listen, when I was working at, I still work at 10, but um, <laughs> my coworker, Clara, who is uh, Asian, she, I, I always say to her, I was like, my nigga, my nigga. And, like, Clara said, it back to me and one day she said it to another one of my coworkers, Janelle who is African American and Janelle was like I don't play like that why are you saying that to me and Janelle and Clara were like best friends and she's like why are you calling me my nigga she said well Darrell does it Janelle called me on my phone I was in another office she said I need you to come over here right now and I came over there and she's like why did you give her permission to say that I was like because it didn't bother me and I knew Clara wasn't coming from a place of hate and Janelle said that's fine I don't want to hear her say it in my presence so Clara you cannot say my nigga in my presence and like Darrell, if you like that, and that's for you and Clara, that's fine. I just don't ever want to hear it, and I don't want to be around it. So everyone has different things that they will well, stand when, for. When we went to college, when we were all, like, best friends when a we were? decade ago. Oh. <laughs> well, well, obviously we still are. But a decade ago, and y'all would call me my nigga, I would call, I would say that back to you, too, because I mm-hmm. thought it was a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. But now, knowing all of this shit, why mm-hmm. are you laughing at him? I'm just speaking my truth. <laughs> now, now knowing all of this shit, it's not appropriate for me as a white man mm-hmm. to say that, even though you guys call me that, too, just because we're all friends. But I, it's not responsible for me to say that. And I think that we gave... Um, we gave power for you to say. I mean, because to be honest, for me, and this is just for me, I, and this could be a problem and I need to examine that. Like, I do pick and choose. Like, I don't, I'm not, if if you're white and I don't know you and you say it, but like, when you say it to me and I've allowed you to say it, I don't flinch. I'm like, uh. But I do, I do think I've taken a different approach now that everything has been going on, at least, I mean, since Sandra Bland and everything, I've been taking a different approach. Since the Tiki Torchy Whites, I've taken a different approach. And so now it does hit my ear different, but like, I still... It hits my ear different too, and now it's not responsible. I should never have said that, but I still look at the heart, but for me, I still look at the heart of the person who said it. Ashley, what do you think? I see you thinking some things. heart of the matter. Um, me personally, I don't like white people saying no at all. Yeah, it it, it doesn't matter how I feel, where your and heart honestly, is coming I from, or whatever. It it literally like I feel like someone's like quenching my heart or something. Yeah. Like it it makes like a lump goes in my throat yeah. immediately. And, and I like, realize Ugh. that, and it's 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 it, completely irresponsible for white people to say that. And, and I didn't know that back then. Because I thought you you guys, Darrell and Adam, well, I guess Darrell, saying that to me, I thought I was allowed to because I thought I was part of the group. But it's I'm not part of the group because I'm a diff- I have a different color skin. Yeah, and but, it's not responsible for me to say that at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I can understand, though, how the word has evolved into pop culture. Yeah. Like hip-hop culture, which bleeds into pop culture. So I understand how lines can be blurred. But for me personally, and for a lot of people, but not for everybody, it just there's always a certain amount of uncertainty when it comes out of a white person's mouth. Totally. Even if you know, there's still a like, yeah, but I don't know. You might. Totally. I mean, you know that's how I feel about so, the word faggot. Like, there's a lot of 
gape, and I, I just wanted to say it to get it out there. Yeah, but, but faggot has nothing to do with race. It, it has nothing to do with race, but, there, but, yeah. but there's still a certain hurt from it. I mean, I'm just talking about words as well at this point because, like, you know, at the end of the day, they're all words that have a hurt, deeper meaning for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people, and I'm saying these words for the first time and not repeating them because I just want to be sure, but, like, cunt. A lot of women don't like that word yeah. because yeah. it is very disrespectful, but it is in a lot of people's, like, vocabulary as well as you know the word faggot and, and a lot of times I've heard women use the c word I've heard gay people use the f word um, you know and I think that a lot of white people kind of going off what you're saying they were like oh well I feel like I can use the n word because my black friends are using it with me and I think that what we have to do with all of those type of words is really take a look at the situation and say like is it really appropriate for me to be saying this right and is there another mm-hmm. way I can address I mean listen I'll even go one step further even the word bitch sometimes causes situations because All the time. because you can be friends with somebody and be like, hey, bitch. But if we get into an argument and I call you a bitch, that tone is very different. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just as a society have to take a very different look at the way we address situations. And like, what's the need for you to say those words? Right. What's the right. need? And then yeah. just kind of learn knowing the it. pain that's behind. Them. Right. Knowing the pain and the and tension. Like if it's going to cause someone, even if you don't know what the outcome is going to be, yeah. but if it's mm-hmm. going to if it could potentially cause someone to be hurt maybe Mm. just don't say that word yeah and i've actually noticed a lot of um rap music as of you know they they are trying to pull out of you know having it be so heavy of course they still have the n-word in there but they are pulling back i did a piece um on the n-word in college and how the black community like we pushed that forward you know in the music perpetuate yeah and it was beautiful i mean i think that it's very it's very difficult to own something that we put in our community. And I think that what we all have to do is just use better words moving forward. Um, because there's a lot of racism and things going on, which is why we want to celebrate the AAPI community. Love mm-hmm. that. It's AAPI Heritage Month. We still didn't come up with a little jingle, but we still going to celebrate. Okay. I okay. love it. Oh, oh, <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first, yes, yes. Adam, since go I first. haven't been here. Yeah. So I want to talk on the hot Olympian, as mm. y'all probably know him. His name is Tom Daly. Girl, no, she went hot, and she's I'm white. obsessed with her. <laughs> she's just Twinkie. No, but then she don't have a big though. thing because it's online. Oh, I'll send you the link. Please do. Four inches. <laughs> four. Yo, I just hit the wine bottle on the mic. I heard it. Yeah, it's it's four inches. <laughs> Uh-uh. He's a diver. It's fine. Anyway, go, Adam. So anyway, I want to speak about, his name is Pita Nicholas Tafatofoa. Okay. And he is from the nation of Tonga. And he was obviously the nation's uh, flag bearer for the 20... Oh, he was sexy as hell. The 2016 uh-huh. Olymp- Summer we Olympics. We all remember, he was all oiled yes, up and everything. Oiled up. We all remember him. Up. Yeah, his one of his big things is like, he's all about like, rubbing coconut oil on him and then working mm. out. And oh, like, sure. It helps me. What? Sure. I know, I love it. I just sure. love it. That sounds like out of a romance novel. Sounds like right. a cover of Men's Health. <laughs> also, though, which I don't think I actually knew, is that, so he went to the Summer Olympics in Taekwondo, and he went to the 2018 Winter Olympics in cross-country skiing. He can fucking ski? He is a skier. Does Tonga have snow? He was the only representative. He slopes. He was the only, <laughs> hello. <laughs> He was the only representative of Tonga <laughs> at the 2018 Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. 
And again, he was the only, he was the flag bearer at, you know, those Olympiad. And it's crazy because, you know, Tonga is from a warm, tropical climate. That's what I was saying. Like, how he's going to cross crunchy state. And he, no, he went, girl. He fine. He is so fine. He is so fine. We mm-hmm. love that. We yeah, love so that. Yeah, so I'm wondering if he's going to compete in the, the 2020. I mm-hmm. wonder if anybody's going to compete in oh, Tokyo. Oh, wait, I have a note. You know, it says, oh, you have a legal note, Sonny? It says it's reported that Tafa Tofoa would attempt to qualify to the 2020 Summer Olympics. Well, 2021. This time in sprint canoeing. Ooh. He said because the it, fuck and it's is quote, sprint canoeing. Hold on, hold on. Like like <laughs> Mo- Moana. No, 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 no. Moana. Oh, yeah, and it's make way, make way. That was Moana by Lynn Moana. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> he said <laughs> it said he said quote it's a sport that's close to my heart. Aww. As it's what Defeaty? my ancestors did for thousands of years Defeaty. when they colonized the Polynesian islands. Yep, yep. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Wow. wow, you brought this episode full circle with the colonization. I'm proud of you, friend. Oh, thank you, friend. You're welcome, wow. friend. Yeah. In and 1607, so, we so landed he on Plymouth I'll, Rock. I'll update you in the next couple coming episodes. Yeah, no problem. Perfect. Update me. They haven't named... I hate when Brace says no problem or amen or hello. Yeah, amen and hello, no problem. They <laughs> have not... Brayden, who's you? Oh, yeah, our producer's saying wrap up. Okay. So my, my Asian American Pacific Islander is going to be the conqueror, Tenzing Norgay. He was the first of two that actually hiked and reached Mount Everest. Can you believe that? Wow. I know. I know. So he actually tried to climb Mount Everest six times before he actually succeeded. Um, But then he died in the Himalayan mountain resort of Darjeeling in India's West Bengal State, where he Mm. worked as an advisor to the Himalayan Mountaineering Institute. Wow. He was all about climbing Mount Everest, and he did it. And after six times, he finally succeeded. I know that's right. But then he died. Aww. Well, we well, all will. If first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. If at six at times you don't succeed, continue on. Okay, Ashley, who, who's your Asian American Pacific Islander So spotlight? I have the diva Leah Salonga. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you better she bring that like helicopter. David would be obsessed with that right now. Right. <laughs> He probably would have said yes, just like us. (laughs) So, Leah Salonga is a Filipina singer from... Wait, sorry. She's a Filipina singer and actress best known for her roles in musical theater, for supplying the singing voices of two Disney princesses, Jasmine and Mulan, and as a recording artist and a television performer. Yeah. So, at age 18, she originated the lead role of Kim in the musical Miss Saigon which was in the West End and then Broadway, and she won the Oliver and the Theater World Awards, Olivier. and she became... The Oliver. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Edible. Um, the Olivier and the Theater World Awards and became the first Asian woman to win a Tony Award. Hell yeah, she wow. did. Wow. Yeah. Miss Saigon, mm-hmm. Miss Saigon, Miss Saigon is fucking I got out of this world. I got to sit front row center for that. Did the it, helicopter hit you? Oh, my God. It hit you, didn't it? Well, I mean... I, I didn't was, get to see yeah. it. <laughs> Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, I, it was the the helicopter I saw was it was like um, on a on a scrim on a you know, and it was all yeah. Like, I took I took performance in production yeah, in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what a scrim is. It was it was all very like projected, as opposed to like there actual, wasn't an actual. No. So on Broadway, there was an actual motherfucking Navy SEAL. I think Navy's fly or the Air Force. Navies are in the water. Air Force. Uh, helicopter that came down on the Broadway stage, mm-hmm. and I never saw it. I'm just saying what I I didn't get to see it either. But she's I, amazing. She like, is amazing. Is but she also did she not? Please correct me if I'm wrong. I might be talking out of my ass right now. But she Always. also played the role of Eponine in Les Mis. Am and I wrong? Fant- yeah. And Fantine. So I'm right. And, yes. Okay. 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 And I Les thought Mis. so. And she was the first Asian person to play. Fucking killed it. Yeah. Did you ever watch that um, YouTube viewing of Les Mis and the concert series? Yes. Uh huh. From the yeah, YouTube, yes. from yes. the O two. She was stadium. in the the tenth and the twenty fifth anniversary yes. concert, and like, she came so on. She is that bitch, and she her voice is just. She actually pulled some out of on stage. <laughs> she actually pulled some out of on stage recently, and it was a super fan uh, of, okay, of um, Aladdin. And she pulled this guy up on stage, and he sang the Aladdin part, and she sang Jasmine, and it made his whole life. So Aww. I think yeah. she's great. She is Jasmine and Mulan. She's the she's, singing she, voice. Yeah, like, she's okay. So I'm gonna go ahead with the next person. Um, the bigger question is Linda Larkin was white who voiced Jasmine. So, but okay. So I'm gonna talk about. Olivia Isabel Rodrigo, who we heard good for you in the beginning. Um, she is a Filipino American. Um, she actually started in the series. I don't even need my notes. She started in the series Bizarre Vark on Disney Channel. Um, she is now currently starring in High School Musical the series um, on Disney uh, Plus. So it's really amazing. So definitely uh, check that out. She started off with the song Driver's License, which was really really huge for her. Yeah, it went TikTok she, viral. She it went. TikTok viral. Um, she recently performed on Saturday Night Live as well. And listen, I've been a stan of Olivia for a very long time. I thought she was a really bright spot in the first season of High School Series, High School Musical, the series, the, the musical, the series. It's, it's like a long title, but she's great. Check that out. Check out all of her work and everything. Um, and yeah, I'm, that that's who I want to highlight. I also want to quickly uh, bring to attention that uh, Tom D and Gordy are producing the Stonewall. Um, give back charity, which you can see June 1st at 8 p.m. Um, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is actually going to be speaking. Um, they also have Chelsea Clinton. Um, they have a bunch of people in attendance, so please check that out. It's going to be a great event. You can go online. You can find details about it at playbill.com. You can also find details at Tom Diangora. Lovely gal. Amazing. <sighs> Well, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Pride the Podcast. <laughs> it's time for us to go see Cruella. It's time for it's us, time to, us get to get the fuck the out of here. Yeah. Because we're all lit. We, mm-hmm. we are we'll lit. have a review next week. We yeah. are lit. And if you have any questions, guys, please call us as always at 844-25-PRIDE. 844-25-PRIDE. And you can also email us at pridetheseries.gmail.com. As you know, I am Darrell Anthony. You can find me on Instagram. I am Darrell Anthony. Twitter, Darrell Anthony. Facebook, Darrell Anthony. And you can find your boy Boxwine Poppy at oh Instagram and Twitter with a zero. Boxwine Poppy with a zero. My Twitter ain't safe for it. There you go.
It ain't safe for work, especially now. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. I'm, yeah, I'm in summer heat. Yikes! Well, you can if you if you and your kids want to follow some intellectual growth, you can follow me at Mr. Braden Bradley on Instagram because I don't fuck with the Russian platform Facebook. Can't log in. They won't let you. I, I also don't even know my... Okay, so when we were in Texas, I was like, Darrell, how do I contact all my, like, Texas hoes? He's like, Facebook. I was like, I don't I can't get into it. And so I was like, downloaded Messenger, and they said you have to reset your password, and I couldn't do that. Anyway, I haven't done Facebook. I'll do it for you. Thanks so much. Anyway, Ashley, over to you. Anyways, it's Ashley Mitchell. You can find me at Ashley Aaron M on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, and you can Venmo me at Ash Aaron M. I'm always taking donations. One hundred percent. And that's all. Period. Us. Period. But I mow her, and then she can like, split it amongst us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this has been fun. I'm so glad that we came back after a week off because mm-hmm. we all were vacating. Love you guys, and see you next time you for next the next time. episode of it's Pride. It's going to be Pride Month. Pride Month. Yes, Pride Month. Here we come. We're going to be busy as hell.